Join us as Pastor Chris concludes Episode 1 of the sermon series, My Shepherd. Now open Psalms 23 and begin to see the unfolding of the shepherd's profile. Now, now uh, my wisdom here is going to absolutely catch you off guard. So just go ahead, sit up straight, and let me tell you something amazing. Uh, and it's just going to boggle your mind, okay? Psalm 23 is sandwiched between Psalm 22 and Psalm 24. Impressive. Impressive. <laughs> okay, I'll say it again. Psalm 23 is sandwiched between Psalm 22 and Psalm 24. <laughs> How wonderful. You say, what's this fool doing up in our pulpit? I want to tell you it is wonderful. You go back and read these words written a thousand years before the birth of Jesus. And in Psalm 22, you read about the good shepherd who gives his life for his sheep. Psalm 22 is a detailed description of Jesus on the cross. Now this is why this is so important. This was written 800 years before the Romans brought crucifixion into the land of Israel. The writer of Psalm 22 could not have been writing about anyone else's crucifixion. He had to have been inspired by the Holy Spirit as he penned these words down on the parchment. He didn't even understand what he was writing. When he wrote in verse 1 the very words of Jesus saying, From the cross, my God, my God, why are you forsaken me? He did not know that when he was writing verse 6, 7, and 8, and he's foretelling of how that they would walk by the cross and ridicule Jesus and spit on him and, and make fun and mock the Lord. It's all written there in Psalm 22. He didn't understand that when you came to verse 14 of why his bones were out of joint, Or verse 15, when he cried out, I thirst. He especially didn't understand verse 16, when it says, they pierced my hands and they pierced my feet. It is a detailed description of the good shepherd giving his life for his sheep, Psalm 22. Psalm 23, we have the great shepherd caring for his sheep, the great shepherd in whom we shall not want, who restores our soul, who leads us by the still waters, who lays us down in the green pastures, who restores our soul, the great shepherd taking care of his sheep. You come to Psalm 24, <laughs> you have the chief shepherd who will come again and take his sheep with him. I love Psalm 24, verse 7. You got your Bibles open. You can just look over one chapter, or one psalm rather, and you see Psalm 24, and you look down at verse 7. It says, lift up your heads, O you gates, and be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is that King of glory? Getting ready to come through the portals of heaven into this world to take his sheep home. 
Verse 8 says, Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Who is this King of glory? He is coming again. How many believe Jesus is coming back for his sheep? Amen. Oh, look how wonderful this is, friend. The King of glory shall come in. Look again at Psalm 23. And you understand what uh, the psalmist was writing in verse 1 when he said, The Lord is my shepherd. Now let me tell you something else. Do you know that? In, uh, in the Hebrew that the Old Testament is written in, they would take the name Jehovah, the self-existent eternal God, and they would compound it with other words to describe his character. You come there to verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. In the Hebrew, it would read Jehovah Rahi or Jehovah Roy. It's spelled two different ways. They're both on your outline there. R-O-I or R-A-H-I and both of them mean the self-existent eternal God is my, Rahi, my shepherd. How wonderful is this verse. What a beautiful picture of the Lord Jesus. That he would be our shepherd. And the psalmist David writing these words a thousand years even before Jesus was born. Now there is a second compound in here that you can find. Uh, at least alluded to in verse 1. Look at the next line. The Lord is my shepherd. <laughs> I shall not want. And there you have the compound name of God, Jehovah Jireh. And Jireh means my provider. Jehovah Jireh, the self-existent, eternal God is my provider. Listen, friend, and get this down in your heart. Get this down in your soul this morning. When you know the Lord Jesus as your great shepherd, you have the God who created the heavens and the earth, the God who spoke and all things became, and that God who is able to do anything and everything knows you and loves you and gave himself for you. He cloaked himself in humanity. He died upon a cross. He came up from the grave on the third day so that you could know him intimately and personally and you could say he is my shepherd and if God who created all things will be my shepherd uh, he will most definitely be my provider I mean know the God who can create all things can surely take care of little old me would you look at your neighbor right now and just tell him you, you need to quit fretting Look at your neighbor and tell him, God has got everything under control. You ever felt like it's totally out of control? You ever looked up and said, God, where are you? What's going on, Lord? Help me, Jesus. And you know what the Holy Spirit wants to say back to you? God is a he can speak the worlds into motion. If God can say to the oceans, you can only come this far. If God can put gravity into place and hold an atmosphere together, God can surely take care of his sheep. Jehovah Rahi, 
is my Jehovah Jireh. The God who shepherds my, his sheep will provide whatever his sheep really need. Amen. Little girl was trying to quote Psalm 23 one day in Sunday school, and she misquoted it, but she probably had it better than any of us in this sanctuary did this morning. This little girl said, the Lord is my shepherd. I've got all I want. <laughs> Amen? I've got all I want. Yeah. Hey, folks, listen to me. Here's your big takeaway this morning. In Jesus, if you have the Lord Jesus, you have everything you need to know true satisfaction. Jesus and the Lord Jesus himself and he alone can be, uh, give you the satisfaction that your heart and your soul is longing for. You can purchase a new item. You'll enjoy it for a week or two, but it, it'll soon fade away. You can go into a new relationship. You'll feel good about yourself for just a little while. The relationship will fade away. You can, friends, become popular. You can have your 15 seconds of fame, but the 15 seconds will quickly end. But friend, when you've got Jesus, You have everything your soul longs for. Your heart's desires are completed, not in stuff. Your heart's desire longs for Jesus. And when you have the Lord Jesus, folks, you have everything your heart longs for. Amen? I mean, think about it. If you have the God who can create all things, as your personal shepherd? Is there really anything you want more than that? Is there anything more special than that? You understand then Acts chapter 17. How, how in the book of Acts, verse 28 of chapter 17, they write these words, in Him, in Jesus, we live and we move and we have our being. It's in Jesus we have our everything. How many of you have found your everything in Jesus? Now you've got to answer a very important question. Because we're talking about a wonderful Savior this morning. Wonderful Shepherd. Now, let me lean in close to you. You lean in close to me. There's one question you've got to answer. Is Jesus your Shepherd? And, and the way you know he's your shepherd is, can you say this? Can you say, Jesus is my Lord? Is the Lord your shepherd? Flip it around. Can you say, the Lord is my shepherd? Is the Lord my shepherd? And the word Lord in the, in the, is the word Adonai. And it means master of everything. Is Jesus your everything? Is Jesus your master? Is Jesus your king? Is Jesus your hope? Is Jesus your peace? Is Jesus your life? Is Jesus your everything? And if Jesus is your everything, then you can walk out of here today with a big old smile and say, the Lord is my shepherd. I've got all I want. Amen? And let me show you one last thing. Go back to John chapter 10. We were there a moment ago. 
Jesus continuing on that conversation, here's what he said. Here's what you receive when you have Jesus as your good shepherd. Look down at verse 26, and here's what Jesus says. Number one, when you have Jesus as your good shepherd, you have a personal relationship with God. A personal relationship. Look at what Jesus said. Jesus said, after he said, I'm, I'm the good shepherd, I'm going to give my life for my sheep. Jesus says, but you do not believe because you're not of my sheep. Speaking to the unbelieving Pharisees. Then Jesus said, but as I said to you, my sheep hear my voice. And I know them and they follow me. My friend, have you heard the voice of the Savior? Have you heard the voice of the shepherd? Have you answered his voice? Have you said, yes, Jesus, I will follow you? Amen? Because if you're in Jesus, it's a personal relationship. This church won't get you to heaven. Say amen. Uh, this church ought to be a little slice of heaven here on earth. Amen? but it won't be your ticket there. Jesus is your salvation. Our membership class won't get you there. It can help tell you about Jesus. Baptism won't get you there. It's a picture of what happens inside of you once you become a Christian. Amen? It's personal relationship between you and the Lord. Number two, I love this. It's a permanent relationship. It's a permanent relationship. Look at verse 28. And I give to them, read this with me now, eternal life. If you like to circle in your Bible, would you just circle that word there? Jesus didn't say, I'm going to give you a better life now. Jesus didn't say, I'm going to make things better for you now. Jesus didn't say, hey, this is going to last until you take your last breath. <laughs> no, no. How many know Jesus will give you an abundant life now? His peace, his love, his joy is what we want. Amen. But watch this. Jesus said, no, I'll give you eternal life. I mean, no, eternal. Eternal is forever. And I will give you eternal life, and they shall never perish, and no one shall snatch them out of my hand. Somebody shout amen to that. Amen. Now, watch this. It's not only a permanent relationship you get with the shepherd. It's a protected relationship you get with the shepherd. Look at verse 29. And my father, I love this. And my father... Who is who's given them to me is greater than them all. Somebody shout, God is greater. Shout, there's nobody like my God. He's greater than them all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hands. How many are glad to know today that if you're in Jesus, there's not a devil big enough in hell to erase your name out of the Lamb's Book of Life when it's sealed in the blood of Jesus? Isn't that wonderful news? Are you in Jesus today? Has Jesus given you eternal life? Don't you know, listen, sometimes people will say, well, the devil just hadn't took me away from Jesus yet. Folks, and you're saying the devil is awful good to you. If the devil could take you away from Jesus, don't you believe he would right now? Only thing he can do is deceive your mind and try to trick you into you walking away from Jesus. And denouncing your faith. I'm telling you, friend, this morning, the devil can't take you out of the hands of God. He's greater than them all. And no one can snatch you out of his hands. Somebody ought to shout, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You can't, he can't take you out of the great hand of God. Now watch how he ends this. This is so wonderful. Read this with me. I and my Father are one. 
Friend, do you know the good shepherd? Can you say, the Lord is my shepherd? I got all I want. Well, let me ask you, do you have Jesus as your Lord? If you have Jesus as your Lord, you can say, the Lord is my shepherd. Amen? Amen. Heads bowed all over the house. And friend, this morning, how wonderful this is for us to know. And I, and I pray that you know the Lord Jesus yourself. If you're here today and you say, but I, I'm not sure, I'm not a, I don't know that I'm saved. Friend, you can know before you leave. You may be here and just flat out say, I know I'm not where I ought to be with God. I know I'm not saved. Friend, you can be today. Right now, with heads about all, all over this room, I want to invite you, my friend, to know that Jesus loves you so much that he came. God, the great God, put on humanity and died for you and rose again to give you eternal life. The Bible says, all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I want to invite you right now, right now, while you're seeing this service, you're watching this service online, I want you right now to know that Jesus Christ will come into your heart and save you if you'll trust in Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. All who call upon His name shall be saved. Friend, you can pray a prayer like this. Meet with all your heart. 